0: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, Blake Rufino. This is Are You Serious Sports? We hope that you guys are making it a good one. We know that we are as well. Early show today, 6 o'clock instead of 7 o'clock, because we do have the Saints game later on this evening. Uh, Monday night football. We'll do a little Saints pregame. The Saints are dead last in the NFL and sacks. You let guys like Trey Hendrickson walk out the door and look what he's doing for the Bengals. We're getting big sacks against Lamar Jackson yesterday. I got to say before we get started in all of the fun, I'm 10 and 0 in my uh last 2 weeks in NFL picks. I gave you a parlay for the NFL yesterday and baby did we hit. 10 and 0 in the last 2 weeks. We're on a heater. Don't give him the fancy stuff, Rick. Give him the heater. <laughs> so, 10-0, and 0. and off to a good start. So, anyway, uh, good show in store for you tonight. The LSU coaching search has gotten a little bit interesting. Actually, it's gotten very, very interesting. We'll touch on that. We'll do some LSU Ole Miss recap. We'll go into some recruiting also around the SEC, and like I just mentioned, we will – um we will talk a little bit of the Saints at the end of the show to get ready for the game chance says on Facebook live that was a week ah it was had to clear the throat <laughs> should have cleared it before should have cleared it before Tommy says respect for putting on the show early instead of canceling we don't cancel anything unless something really bad the only time we cancel is it's for a family thing, a family event, um, or to, you know, like the studio didn't have power. Guys, I was exhausting myself going to and from a different studio every day. Um, bad weather. Um, really, there's not a lot that's going to stop us. It's not a lot that's going to stop us. So, yeah, we are doing an early show today. Everybody do us a favor by hitting the like and share. Share it to some Facebook groups if you're on Facebook Do us a favor if you're on YouTube. Let's see how many people there are on YouTube. We're going to do something special for the YouTubers, everybody watching us on YouTube. Does the Saints win tonight? We're going to put a poll up in the uh, the AYS Rudy Crew YouTube chat. Yes. No. No. Is we'll be taking a lot of our – moving a lot of our content and shows to YouTube. So, go subscribe there. Hit the notification bell. Uh, If you're on YouTube or if you're on Periscope, Twitter, do us a favor by hitting the retweet. If you're listening to us on the uh, podcast platform, do us a favor by hitting the subscribe button there as well. All right. Getting to a couple comments. Derek says, hashtag ask Blake, would you respect – we should do Rudy Pooh of the week too. I forgot about that. But – he said, would you respect Keaton Brady's Brady 600 ball and sold it for a million? No. I mean, look, man, that's that's a very uh, good thing that that guy did. Um, I respect the fan, and I respect what Brady and them are doing behind all of that, I'm giving him sweet tickets, I think, for the rest of the year, something like that. I mean, they pay – I mean, that man's going to – for the res- look, when you do good things, good things are going re- you know, to reward you, so I really appreciate that. All right, let's do this. Let's pay some bills around this thing, and then – and then let's get to the show, none better than our good friends over at GM, Varno, and Sons, and battingonline.ag. Guys, with 64 years of experience, nobody's better equipped to service in your vehicle than GM, Varno, and Sons. RV repair, big rig overhauls, motor on chassis, routine maintenance, tire rotations, tire sales. No job is too big or too small over at GM. Give them a call today at 225-664-9992. That's 225-664-9992, or, go t- or tell them your good friend, Blake Ruffino at AYS, sent you on by, and our good friends over at bandonline.ag. Guys, whip out that mobile device after the show. shea Saints playing tonight, the Seahawks. I'm thinking about tanking the Saints tonight on the money line. We're 10-0 in the last, 10, in the last two weeks. 10-0, hit a parlay this week, went 5-0 last week. We're on a heater. I'm going to take the Saints in the money line. But you know where I'm going to take it at? BetOnline.ag. So get it out. Use the 50% welcome bonus if it's your first time using it. Let them know your good friend Blake Ruffino, AYS, sent you on by by using the radio podcast tab. And since you're in the state of Louisiana, they will know your good friend Blake Ruffino, AYS, sent you on by. That's BetOnline.ag. BetOnline.ag. All right, let's get rolling. Somebody said Rudy Poo to Spectrum. Oh, yeah, that's another way we keep out of the shows is because of our Rudy Poo Internet and our Rudy Poo Spectrum. Spectrum's Rudy Poo, y'all. They're trash water. Justin on YouTube says, my one-year-old really enjoys the intro music. I do, too. My son Ben dances to it. Holden Lee says, Saints only because Russell Wilson is out. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Pooh Bear says, Blake, you should have taken the Bengals plus six. I should have. I should have. I was worried about that game. I was worried about that game, but Joe Burrow, Joe Burrowed. Like he always does. Guys, do you realize, very quickly before we get into some more LSU. Well, this is LSU. Do you guys realize that Matt Rule at Carolina is about to take play calling duties away from Joe Brady? like y'all saw that today because of how lackluster the play calling's been from Joe Brady, do you realize that Coach Ed Orgeron is fired and will be fired at the end of the season at LSU? But the one thing that we keep knowing and seeing and and what's kind of becoming more fact is you had the guys like Justin Jefferson, Terrace Marshall, Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, Lloyd Cushenberry, et cetera. Who really ran that team? When Joe Burrow said at his Heisman speech that Ed Orgeron gave him the keys to his team, did he literally mean the entire offense? Because guys, I'm gonna tell you, it, it's not look it's not looking great for the two coaches. That we talk about most in Ed Orgeron and Joe Brady. It's just, it's just not one of them we know for sure. Anyway, anyway, all right. I was gonna do some recap, but I, I, this might turn into a real, a little bit of a Rafino's rant too, um, guys. I gotta tell you something, and I, I, I want this to be known because I've been pretty out there in reference to. Ed Orgeron, you know, I could sit here and talk about the LSU old Miss game, and I, and I will, and I will, um, but it is apparent to me every, every single week that Ed Orgeron more and more cares less and less about this LSU football team. Today in his press conference, Ed Orgeron ran out there and blamed both of his coordinators for not making adjustments after every series and at halftime. Guys, I don't know how simple I can put this. This is what it takes from Ed Orgeron to tell his coaching staff to make adjustments. It takes this. For everybody on the audio podcast, I'm sorry. You'll just have to wait and see this on YouTube. This is what it takes. Hey, Jake, did you see that they're slanting to the wide side of the field every time we run the football? Jake, did you see that? All right. Well, let's make that adjustment. Let's run to them, the opposite side of them slanting because every time they're slanting to the wide side of the field. Because I know that if my big ass that played offensive line for a long time can see that Ole Miss is slanting every time to the wide side nine times out of ten. How in the Rudy poo did they not know? Guys, how do they not know? I'm going to make a statement, and it's going to be the hottest of hottest takes to some, and it's going to be, a, hey, Blake might be on to something to others. Guys, when Jimbo Fisher left Florida State, when Jimbo Fisher left Florida State, he left them in a very bad state, very bad atmosphere around Florida State when he left and went to Texas A&M. If we did not have a competent and a good AD like Scott Woodward, we would be in trouble. Talk to a five-star recruit, four-star recruit, whatever in the hell these recruiting services are rating these kids now today. I asked him three questions. So number one, have you talked to Ed Orgeron? No. Have you talked to Durante Jones? Yes. Have you talked to your position coach? Yes. So, you know it's one of the, what, seven – uh defensive commits on the uh, on lsu's active uh recruiting commits or is it he's talked to everybody but Ed Oron so my whole thing in all of this is this is more about when Scott Woolworth is going to go out here and make his money versus Ed orron who clearly has run out here and acts like and and pretty much puts on that he doesn't give a shit. Let's talk about the game a little bit. Everyone do us a favor and hit the like and share. Everybody share to your social media pages. A lot of you be watching, but don't be sharing. Do a player a favor and hit that share button. Guys, you know, I sit here and I break this game down from last week. You know, a lot of people are breaking down that LSU should have got the three points where I agree with that. I don't really mind LSU trying to be aggressive and get the seven points. You know, it's kind of like would we be really mad at it if they would have gotten a touchdown? Half the fan base wouldn't have been mad. I know that if they would have had the right play call on, I would not have been mad. But time and time again, LSU has shown – Guys, they went down after the last, the first time they scored. They go back in the red zone when they don't kick the field goal. The first three plays from first and goal are all counter runs or inside zone runs, and they're trying to punch it in. An and everybody in the stadium, the, your grandmammy knows it. Your mammy knows it. Your daddy knows it. Your grandpappy knows it. Your great-grandmammy knows it. Everybody in the stadium knows what's coming from LSU. And on fourth and goal, you finally run some type of play-action pass which goes to show me, do you really know exactly what it is that you're doing? I'm going to say this, and I can't be convinced otherwise. Somebody showed me a different different schematics from LSU defensively from a year ago today de- and until now. From 2020 Bo Pelini until now, somebody show me on film, not what you believe, not what you think that you're seeing, show me on film where they have gotten different looks and given offenses different looks defensively. Please, God, sweet baby Jesus, your six-pound, eight-ounce, sweet-born baby Jesus, show me where they're different from a season ago schematically. Oh, Blake Durante Jones, isn't that good? Guys, nothing's changed. And it worries the shit out of me that we got this buffoon out here recruiting saying, oh, yeah, everything's going to be okay. (laughs) Five-star recruit and he's not talking to him. LSU defensively ran a lot of coverages. A lot of 2007 type of coverages. Everybody knows what it is. They ran cover one. And Lane Kiffin in his post-game press conference with Jimmy Sexton, his agent, live on location. That's right. Lane Kiffin's agent was on the sidelines along with Scott Woodward, Stephanie Rempe, the president, William Tate. All of them on the sidelines. Lane Kiffin in his post-game press conference said that he was appalled and shocked that LSU kept running man-to-man cover one coverage and only having one safety in the middle of the field. He giggled. This feels more like Florida State Jimbo Fisher leaving than anything else. Scott, I have faith in Scott Woodward. Sounds good. And LSU's not Florida State. It's not. And I really think that Scott's going to get this right and we'll be fine. But, guys, you go two straight seasons, subpar 500, you're not a good football team. You're not a good football program at the current moment. Guys, you're going to be 11-11 and 11 at the end of the season. Two seasons, excuse me. In the last twenty-two games, after all this is said and done, LSU is going to be eleven and eleven, and you got opposing coaches giggling about your defense. You know what, he, Lane Kiffin, you know what your ass can giggle out? These nuts, guys. It's embarrassing to my ass, and he and Ed Orzrons like, guys, you do know, please sweet baby, Lord above. I watched the Ed Orgeron press conference yesterday, post-game press conference. Ed Orsron was specifically asked, Coach, what adjustments should have been made during the game? Huh? He goes, huh? I don't know. You tell me. Like, that shit's not funny to me. I'm not okay with losing, nor am I even close to being okay with my head coach running out there saying, uh-huh, "I don't know." If you're not pissed off at that, you should be. All right, let's get to a couple of these coaching or this couple coaching searches. We'll get to some of the comments first. Um, but Amanda says, "Do you think O will finish the season?" He shouldn't. He shouldn't. There's no reason on God's green planet Earth that that man should finish the season. And everybody defending his Rudy Pooh ass, you can take that shit and go somewhere else with it. Because I'm not listening to it anymore. I've been calm, cool, and collected. But stop defending him. He's giggling after getting his ass beat. I, I will not tolerate the bullshit. People that give money to LSU. Take your phone, take your phone, call 1 800 Scott Woodward and say, fire his ass today. 1 800 Scott Woodward. That's too many goddamn numbers. (laughs) 1 800 Scott. 1 800 Woody. Oh, shit. one 800 Woody, But I'm not going to be – I'm not okay with him giggling. I want pissed off Ed Orgeron. I want a pissed off coach when you lose. Not, huh, I don't know. Derek says, Blake, don't worry. I'm guaranteeing you guys get another one of my former Buckeye quarterbacks are loaded at the quarterback position. Um, look, you do got guys like Walker Howard that's out there. Um, you know, everybody's worried about him making a, a trip to Notre Dame. S- you know, Brian Kelly, is he even in the search? You know, I've got a lot of questions this week about Brian Kelly. Um, but no, I, I, I think that Walker Howard's fine. Guys, you got to do quarterbacks and recruits have to play the game. And if you think that coaches aren't circling around the proverbial, um, dumpster fire that is ed run, you're absolutely nuts i lied i asked the recruit a fourth question today um i asked him how many other teams are reaching out to him and he said and i'm not joking all of them he said all of them so um we gotta so you know we got to be careful in this recruiting process. Is Scott Woodward taking over the recruiting process? Is he telling someone like Coy Raymond or Mickey Joseph, hey, guys, listen, I will put a, a good word for the next coach that comes in here. I want you guys to be here. Please make sure that this recruiting class doesn't fail. Ed can run out here and say all he wants that um, – that he's going to come out here recruiting this weekend. That man being at a high school football game this weekend is going to do you do you no good. The only the cha- this is what's going to happen. Orgeron's going to get his ass to one of these games, high school games this weekend. Somebody, some drunk parent, some drunk mama or daddy is going to mouth off at him, and he's going to mouth off right back because he doesn't know any better. He doesn't know any better. <laughs> let let let's talk about this because I, I well we'll get to comments we'll talk the coaching search uh but Roderick says who are you who are, are the coaching candidates narrowing down to I think that you can narrow this down and, and I'm gonna narrow it down to four coaches and then a, a fifth area because I do think this is how I've perceived this coaching search today to to now. I think that you have four coaches that Scott Woodward really wants to go after and dig more into, and this is in no specific order. I think he wants to go James Franklin, Mario Cristobal. I think he he will talk to Dabo, and then he'll talk to Jimbo. Those are the four, and look, you can even get a fifth, whoever that fifth guy is going to be, like a Mel Tucker, whoever that guy is going to be. And then I'm going to leave that fifth section for somebody outside. Meaning, is there a coach, does Scott Woodward, you know, and we talked about this week, who is the Jay Johnson of of this coaching search? Is there a guy? And, look, I even believe that Jay Johnson, were this to be college football instead of college baseball, Jay Johnson would have been a bigger name than what it was. It was just the fact that Scott kept it so under wraps that nobody knew about it. So I went and did my research, and I want to give you guys my opinion on this. Everybody knew in Washington. Talked to a Washington source today, was asking him about some other stuff, and he's been covered in Washington for a long time, I think 15, 16, 17 years, whatever it was. And I asked him, when Scott Woodward was the athletic director, did you guys know that Chris Peterson was the dude he was going to go get? And everybody said, and he told me week after week after week after week, we were under the assumption from sourcing and people around Scott Woodward that Chris Peterson – The former Boise State head coach is going to be the guy. Now let's fast forward to Texas A&M. It was even LSU fans, I mean, pretty much the entire nation knew that A&M, once Kevin Sumlin was fired, they were going after Jimbo. It was the biggest unkept secret in the entire country at that point when it comes to football. When it comes to football, everybody knew that Jimbo was leaving Florida State and the mess that he had built and that he was going to Texas A&M. Buzz Williams, a lot of the same. Kim Mulkey. There was no other questions. Who was going to be the next women's basketball coach? Uh, there was n- not even another name. We were just waiting for everything to hit. You know. I guess we can talk about it now. Uh, you know, Kim Mulkey and Scott in this negotiations would tell Scott Woodward, "Hey, coach, or Hey, Scott, I want this to be done. I need this much more money from my assistants." X, Y, and Z, and Scott Woodward would be on the other other end of that phone call saying, all right, give me one hour. 25 minutes later, he would call Kim Mulkey and say, hey, it's done. You got that. Meaning it took Scott 25 minutes to make a phone call to one of LSU's bigger boosters and says, hey, sweetie, or hey, whoever. And then he calls Scott, uh, he calls Kim back and says, hey, sweetie, I got this shit. Let's roll. I got that bag. So, if we're going to talk about the three, well, even four of the last five big hires in Scott Woodward's tenure, we all knew who he was targeting. Jay Johnson is the only exception. And I think that that has to do more with football than it does anything else. I mean, baseball and college baseball not being as big as college football. So I think that there are those four or five guys that Scott's really going to go after. He's going to ask certain people; they're going to turn him down, and those are the guys he's going to go after. So that's when you look at what he's done in the past, it starts to make sense. Now it's Lane Kiffin, the part of the the guy that you know. I think there's a lot that needs to go into Lane Kiffin for that to be to happen. I think last week was a great audition for him. He showed that he could be a great offensive coach. His defense can get better over two seasons. But you know, even though even though Lane wants this job so much, and have been told by a really good source uh, that Lane Kiffin would walk on hands and knees on glass with Tacks hitting him hitting him at every single angle. He would crawl from Oxford to Baton Rouge. It would all be for nothing because I don't think he's going to get the job you know it's billy billy napier's a name and i know that that kind of has been something big um but i'm not on i am just not on the i'm not on the billy napier train yet <laughs> if if kiffin is <laughs> napier to me mm mhm <laughs> Uh, chili on YouTube says, hashtag ass, like, Man, are you seeing this baseball recruiting class? It's getting crazy. It's getting it's getting cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. It's getting cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. I mean, that man's recruiting his ass off. Uh, LSU Colby says, Coach O at pressure. Duh. I don't know what happened. Please get rid of this clown now. I I, I mean, guys, it's not. It, it it it's not getting any better. You, you understand what I'm saying? Guys, this, this is – why do you think that Scott Woolworth's talking to coaches and players at the end of the game? Because he's got to keep this intact. That Rudy Pooh Ed Orgeron right now, you can hate me for all you're worth. You can – look, it does me absolutely zero good. All right, seven new DMs. Blake, here's the first DM on Twitter. Blake, shut the hell up. You don't know what you're talking about. Ed Orsran's a good coach. I'm not. I don't even have to read the, uh, any other ones. Does me no good to run out here and talk about that, Rudy Poo. But I am fearful for what's going to happen. Oh God. Justin says Dion Primetime Sanders for our next head coach. No. J- uh, Jarrett says. On Facebook, got to see how ready Mel Tucker is this week. Uh, Michigan State does have a big game. Very, very big game. Uh, Game day will be there. It will be a good test for Mel Tucker and his team. I still don't think that he has the personnel, but if he keeps that close and damn shit, if he wins that game, Mel Tucker is going to get a lot of looks. A lot of looks. Amanda said, "Jocks Dusay said in a comment that he hears Kiffin wants a job and is aggressively ag- ag- advocating for it." I personally don't want Kiffin, but that's just me. Yeah, and Jocks not lying there. There's a lot of things you hear. Uh, look, Jimmy Sexton, the 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 big agent, was on the sidelines. He was at he was at the post game press conference for Lane Kiffin. You know, listening to Lane Kiffin. Um, cause look, I, I'm addicted to this stupid shit, and I listen to Orsran, I listen to Kiffin. I was so pissed off, I didn't even listen to Orgeron until yesterday. And Guys, again, Kiffin laughing at LSU running cover one when they have Eli Ricks and Derek Stingley Jr. out. It, it, <laughs> Major Burns being out, that it pisses me off. Pisses me off. Joseph says, Kiffin won't bring you a natty and I would be willing to bet my house on that statement. Well, you're never going to have to bet the house because it's not going to be him. If they they do run him out there as the next head coach at LSU, I would be shocked. Like, it would be the biggest thing in LSU history that I would be the most shocked about. You know, even more than Les Miles doing the Rudy Pooh shit that he did, um, not talking about Title IX, uh, but I'm talking about, like, on the field, I would be absolutely shocked. Absolutely shocked. Stephan says, "Honestly, I don't care if we don't have an interim head coach that's worth a damn. How motivated can O possibly be recruiting now? It literally can't get any worse at this point. We need to make a move. I agree with that statement. I agree with that statement wholeheartedly. And you know, when you got guys, guys, listen to me when I say this: If I'm calling recruits, if I'm reaching out to recruits, it's because of two things. Number one." I'm hearing things and want to know a little bit more. Or number two, and even when I hear things, I don't reach out. Because, I look, I, lo- I like recruiting, but I'm not a big recruit. Look, I'll monitor it. We'll talk about it. We'll do other things. We might in the future start doing some more NIL stuff, whatever. Um, but I'm trying to get a feel of what's really going on. You know, Orgeron can say whatever he wants, but facts don't lie. Phone calls don't lie. Time spent in recruiting doesn't lie. It doesn't lie. And and here's what's going to happen. For every Rudy Pooh ripping my ass on Twitter or Facebook and everything and everything, uh, it, now that I said this, it's going to come out here and saying, oh, Blake, oh, Blake, uh, th- that's not true. The player's going to come out, Blake, that's not true. Coach O'Shaughnessy, they're recruiting hard. No. No, he's not. All right. We do have a Saints game, though. <laughs> it's a Saints pre- pregame show. Boy, I bet Ryan Nielsen feels good about himself. <laughs> Marcus Freeman, too. Shit. I, man, if you're Ryan Nielsen or Marcus Freeman, how much are you laughing at this shit? Hey, Orgeron told me I was going to have the defense all to myself. and was going to be able to call whatever I wanted. Meanwhile, Durante Jones gets the job, and he doesn't let him do shit. Guys, when's the last time you've seen the defense run any kind of a blitz or or, or zone blitz scheme? I, I know the answer to that. It's zero. You know, we could go around the SEC, too. Uh, let's. I'm going to get to all these comments about the coaching searches, so, but let's do this before uh, Before that. Got to talk about my good friends over the Drake Williams Law Firm, drakewilliamslawfirm.com, 985-386-7600, 985-386-7600, or go visit them at the drakewilliamslawfirm.com. And my good friend Richie Roche over at Roche's Lawn and Landscape, 225-937-7220, 225-937-7220. Let them know Blake Grafino at AYS. Sit you on by. Uh, if you guys do have a business or know somebody that owns a business, uh, tell them to reach out to AYS. We are looking to take on more sponsorships uh, and partners of AYS. So if you own a business, uh, a part of a business, whatever, reach out to us. DM me. uh, can send a text or phone call to this number right here, 225-435-9387. That's 225-435-9387. All right. Jacob Simmons says Coach Oak can ruin LSU for the next few years if Woodward isn't careful. Shit, yeah, he could. Shit, yeah, he could. Quinn says I do. I I do no agree. Maybe I do not agree uh, with going to get Kiffin. What big game has Kiffin won? He hasn't beaten Texas A&M, Auburn, Alabama. Let's be honest. Kiffin isn't much better about chasing tail. Uh, Dude has quite the reputation for going after sorority chicks. Not lying. Derek says, Ozen is a position coach that slipped into a a a once-in-a-lifetime QB. Well, look, you got to give him credit where credit's due. Um you got to give him credit where credit's due. He's a great recruiter. I'm not going to take that away from Ed. The day that I take that away from Ed is the day that I retire. I, I ain't going to take that away from him. Tied on Facebook says any word on the Will Wade situation, <laughs> guys. I-, I feel like this is all over the place. You know, I, I- you know, people got on my ass um, during the HBO special. I came out with my podcast when it was still just the audio version. I said. And I confirmed that the w- people who had around LSU had watched the Will Wade piece on HBO, uh, that or the HBO piece, that the Will Wade situation was going to be the worst, and all of that from a coaching perspective, it was. People got mad at me. I, they got to make a decision. I'm hearing too many, um, too many things around this, but they got to make a decision. I'm tired of this shit looming. I think it puts LSU in a bad light. You know, you got to extend Will Wade at some point. What if LSU extends him a contract? He takes it, and then you got to fire him weeks or months after because something's damning? I don't know. I don't know. Ryan Thibodeau says Does Jimmy Sexton have any other client in the coaching mix at LSU? I'd need to check on that. I've not confirmed that. I don't know. I don't know. Justin says Word from a booster is they're going to make a run at Lincoln Riley. And they're going to make him say no. We'll see. There definitely is out there. That definitely is out there. Holden Lee says, I heard Bradford was out for the rest of the year. Yep, Ed run confirmed that. He said that in his uh, show today, his press conference. Uh, but he says, I've never seen this many injured guys in two years, man, especially this year. Tommy Moffitt got to go also, I think, Blake. Um Look, I, it's definitely – it's definitely um, – guys, the injuries are definitely something. Um, times change, people change, things change, and sometimes you need a new change. Um, it's the same thing you're going on with that Orzron, run. You know, guys, it's too much. I mean, I look. I like Jack Marucci. I like what he's doing. I like that staff. But, guys, at what point do we say that this is getting out of control? Um, I still don't think LSU, from a personnel standpoint, is worse than Ole Miss. I think that they got out coached, and it's blatant because, look, Ole Miss had offensive linemen down. They had a hurt quarterback. They had wide receivers out. They had defensive linemen out. They had a safety out. Guys, Ole Miss is just as hurt, and they're going out there and beating your ass. So, there are some guys are going to get injured. It's how you maintain and are able to get through that to get guys back. You know, you got guys having surgery midseason. You have guys having surgery midseason. And you and you're, you're telling you and people are trying to convince me O's a good coach, guys. They there have been players that are doing things that they should be doing in the offseason. season. Now, if they're really hurt, that's one thing. They need to have surgery. That's fine. But you got players doing things that they should be doing in the offseason season in the regular season. And you're coming to me ask Blake, why are you hating on O? Guys, he doesn't give a shit. So why should I care about him? If Ed Orsran doesn't give a flying f word, why should I about him? He doesn't care. So, no. Jacob Simmons says, Ask Blake who would be your choice at this moment for coaches we have a chance at. Oh. You know, I don't know if I have a guy, man. You know, like, I don't know if Mario Cristobal. I was going to say something, and y'all are going to have to say pause. Um." I mean, I I would like I would really like Lincoln Riley. I think Matt Rule. Some people have kind of thrown out there today. Um, I just don't know if I have a guy. Like I don't know if I'm if I'm tied to anybody right now, because I I mean I'm doing a lot of vetting. You know, Oregon wins this past week against UCLA. They throw the ball 39 times. Everybody says that they're a run-oriented offense, which they are. But when you guys, when you throw the ball 40 times, that's competent. That's competent. It's a lot. That's a lot of that is a lot of times throwing the football when you're a run oriented team. Uh so I don't know if I necessarily just have one. But look, Lane Kiffin put put people on notice. Let's not, let's not act like he didn't. Tommy says every big coach has sexton as their agent. Majority of them do. Majority of them do. I think that Mel Tucker is the only one that I remember that doesn't have Jimmy Sexton. I don't think Jimmy Sexton is is his agent. Look, Jimmy Sexton's screwed over LSU before. Nick Gidry says my pee wee football coach called better plays than the staff need to. Again, I'm not going to take anything from. um, I'm not going to take anything from Dorante Jones. I still got to see more. I still need to see more from him in the future Um, because there's no way this is his defense. There's no way that this is his defense. 337 Bo on YouTube says, Oh, was good when he wanted to be. The fire is out. It's a true statement. It's a true statement. I'm going to leave this here. Uh, Mark Leake says Bradford isn't injured. That is correct. That is correct. He's not injured. But, hold on. You know what? I can go on a rant on this too. Hold on. This is what I'm saying about the goddamn LSU staff. Confirm my goddamn story about Anthony Bradford. You can't run out there as a head coach and say that a guy's out for the season and me ask you that yesterday... Hey, why is Anthony Bradford out for the season? But they'll give it to uh, Ross Dellinger. No shot at Ross. No no shot at Ross. Or they'll come out in the press conference say, Anthony Bradford's out for the year. Pieces of crap. Pooh Bear says, can't say that Ed can't coach. LSU was doing good before Joe came. Joe got us over the hump and got the big head. Yeah, he got a big old head. That's like a big. Uh, Nuss says, Kiffin has not shown the ability to choose a great defensive coordinator. It's true. It's true. Uh, Darren Jackson on Facebook says, I don't understand why people downplay who the hell is coaching and and his vibe and how these new age players take to that in his account when committing. I think that's a good thing to a good way to put it, Darren. Um, I mean, it's just a really good way of putting it. I mean, your team is often a reflection of the head coach. Why do you think Alabama's so damn good? Yeah, they get the best recruits because of Nick Saban. Because they won a national title in year two when majority of the team was not Nick Saban recruits. Your team nine times out of ten takes the identity that you do. I, it is what it is. I mean, we see that in college football all the time. How we see that in football all the time. Dominic says we were such a mean blitzing team. It's so upsetting. Yeah, we don't blitz at all, man. We don't. We don't throw Go after anybody. We're scared, little kids. Meow, meow. Scaredy asses. Well, breaking from pro football college, pro football focused college. Jeff Fisher's in the mix as the USC's next head coach. God, Mister Eight and named himself. They'll they'll go eight and six. They'll go eight and six or six and six. Uh, let's go around the SEC before we get out of here, and then we'll do some Saints pregame stuff. Um, guys, listen, I, I, I don't, I, I can't see any team beating Georgia at this point. I, I don't know. I, I, Alabama can't beat them after what I saw from uh, Tennessee when them playing Tennessee this past weekend. They're just not well organized, man. On de- on defense, either they're not well organized or they're just getting out athleted. I I don't know what it is, but man, they don't. They just don't look like um, Alabama. You got Florida versus Georgia this week, and the biggest, the the world's largest cocktail party. Georgia's gonna run all over them. Do I think that Florida scores more points on Georgia than any other team? I'm going to take that bet just because Dan Mullen has a couple of weeks. But, God, dog, man, they're just so damn good. And, really, there's not a lot of explosive games this week in the SEC. I mean, look, you have uh, – look, I asked Memphis Spence last week so we could do even the segment where Blake was right, where Blake is wrong. I'll give you one. We'll do that tomorrow. One place I was right at is, guys, I've been telling you, Look, if if Ole Miss gets past Auburn, they're not going to – look, if they get past Auburn, I still don't think that A&M has enough horsepower to beat Ole Miss. I think that they'll score all over uh, Texas A&M. And what happens if you have a one-loss one loss Ole Miss team? I'm telling you, man, if Lane Kiffin finds a way to get his ass in this damn playoff, all this shit about his off the field stuff, a lot of people are gonna throw out the window. That's just a fact. Uh, LSU fan on YouTube says, "At Blake, your personal thoughts on Dabo? He's uh, proven to build a championship program. <laughs> Look, I, personally, Dabo's just not my cup of tea. The old goodness, old shucks, using churches to launder money—it's not my kind of cup of tea. Um, I think that he says shit that gets him in trouble." I think he's a good coach, but, man, has he fallen off the wagon this season. Man, they've fallen off the wagon this season. You know, I might think about that a little bit more. Let me ask you all this before we get out of here, too. Are y'all watching the Manning cast tonight for the Saints game, or are you watching the regular telecast? Because I feel like I can't watch the Manning cast and watch the game, like, really pay attention to the game. I don't know. I might flip back and forth. Uh, somebody just asked if I would consider Lane Kiffin as a front runner. No, uh, uh-uh. uh. Tyler Mann says, "Wicky, you consider Lane Kiffin as the front runner for our next head coach? Absolutely not. He's not the front runner. Uh, uh-uh. uh. He's the back runner. Look, if you think if you think Scott Woodward won't make that move, if he if he strikes out a lot, you're crazy. But he wouldn't be able to get past Napier before he got to Kiffin. I think that Billy Napier is a on the list above." Lane a Lane Kiffin. Like I I fully believe that. Poor Lane, he wants his damn job so bad, but he was so young when he got the head coaching job, head coaching job, he just made so many ga- damn mistakes. Jeffrey says I like Matt Campbell. I I yeah. Guys, I got to tell you and I said this Jeffrey, this isn't on you. Man, I don't I don't understand the Matt Campbell love. What talking about somebody who hasn't won? I mean, He's beaten Oklahoma, what, once? Beat Oklahoma State this week? I mean, I'm just not a huge fan. Harrison says, I'm going with the Manning cast. Okay, that's one. Mark says, he's going with the Manning cast. That's two. Kevin says, Manning. Okay. Okay. Um. Tyler says, Dabo is in a weak-ass conference. Yeah. Bunny says mine either. Dab don't like Dabo. Yeah, I- I'm not a huge Dabo fan. I'm not a huge Dabo fan. Reaper says Dabo equals Orgeron. Hmm. No, because look, I I don't think that I don't think Dabo's given up. Dabo hasn't given up on his team or himself. Dabo has won multiple national titles. Orgeron couldn't sniff the panties of a set. Let me not say sniff panties. You might get excited, but. He couldn't sniff the panties of a second national title. I know what the, I'm about to my ass is about to get in trouble for saying that, boy. I know that shit. Forty-nine minute mark. No nah, shit. Let me put a star next to that because I know that shit's about to get my ass in trouble. Or Blake said Orjan couldn't sniff the panties. <laughs> off off a second national title. Oh ah, shit. That's gonna get my ass in trouble. Hey, give Matt uh, some good players. No, man. Just not a fan. Just personally, I'm not a fan. I don't think he – tell me what he does exceptionally. Richard says, what the heck is Manning? The Manning cast, the the Eli and Peyton Manning cast? How do you guys not know that? Um, Tyler Mann says, "Who would you consider the front runner? I don't think that there is a necessarily a front runner at the current moment. I, I would still say that y- it comes down to Cristobal. Um, I think Dabo Jimbo will be in that list. I think you still have somebody else that's going to be out there. Um, Mel Tucker will be on that list. Uh, right now, I mean, I don't know if you go Cristobal, but." Mm. For whatever reason, I'm getting. I keep getting text. Uh, seems like everybody's on this on this thing with Jeff Fisher at USC. So if Jeff Fisher goes to USC, so we're kind of getting some breaking news here. We're gonna get out of here in five minutes. But if Jeff Fisher goes to USC, guys, now you have your pick of the litter, meaning you get whatever dog you want. There's no dog too big or too small at that point. Uh, this is from David Woods. If this is the list. And it's an impressive list. I think you have to go with Super Bowl coach with USC ties. Jeff Fisher's made sense from the jump, and it's time to just pull the trigger on USC as their next head coach, Jeff Fisher. Sheesh. Uh, Josh, Hugh Freeze will never coach in the SEC while um, Greg Sankey's the uh, commissioner. Won't happen. You know, and look, Derek brings up a good point. He talks about Luke Fickle. I think Luke Fickle, there's a lot of boosters out there that like uh, Luke Fickle. They like his defense. He like the way that he recruits. Guys, he's a top four team in the country right now. Uh, they really like Luke Fickle. I think he's in that mix. To say that Scott's told anybody who his front runner is is a stone, stone cold lie. All right, last one, and we're going to get out of here. Chilly Vix's hashtag "As Blake, I think Woodward will make this higher based on organizational control, recruiting, and character. A lot of people can win with the talent pool at LSU. I agree with that. If you're going to do that, the most proven one at that is Mario Cristobal. If he wants to do that, the most talented at that is Mario Cristobal. I lied. One more. Two more. Uh, Roderick, o, Roderick Dugas says, O has become more of a cancer to us than helping us Uh, uh, helping these kids, won't play for him anymore. Hmm. Ain't that the damn truth. Gary says, y'all better hope Lane Kiffin stays at Ole Miss. He'll beat LSU every time. Yeah. Mark says, we need an X's and O's guy. Mario is just like Ed. Maybe so. Maybe so. We'll have to just wait and see. All right, let's go watch the Saints game, guys. We'll see y'all again tomorrow. Y'all have a good night. Peace out